0: Hello, listeners, and welcome to another episode of Love is Everywhere, the podcast, the show where I give comedians assignments of things that are supposed to make you happier, and then we talk about it, and we find out how it went. Today's guest is Shirley Whalen. Oh, my goodness. This is one of these joys of uh, recording episodes remotely, is that I get to have people on like Shirley, who is such a dear sweetheart and so close to my heart. Uh, she is based out of Montreal, so if you live in the neighborhood... Um, Give her a friendly wave on the street. Uh, she's a sweetheart. <laughs> her assignment was about not overcommitting committing yourself, learning to say no to things when they aren't things that you really want to do, uh, not feeling obligated to do stuff that you don't have the energy for, uh, which I think is something that we can all really use right now, especially as things are starting to open back up. Uh, and your calendar is starting to fill up a little bit more, it feels like you should say yes to everything because things are finally starting up again. It's not the case. you still got to make time for yourself. Uh, so we talk about that. We also talk about how uh, this is such a transitional time for so many people. Uh, Shirley herself is, is it changing lanes a bit. We talk about that. And I feel like that's something that a lot of people can probably relate to right now, too. I feel like we've all been taking a time to reflect on our lives, and I feel like a lot of people are pivoting Uh, in a different, new and exciting direction. So, hey, if you're one of those people, good on you. I'm proud of you. Look at you going after something else, figuring out what you care about and making it happen. I think that that's a great thing. If you want to support Shirley in general, you can follow her on Instagram at Shirley Van Whalen. Um, You can check out her taping for the Winnipeg Comedy Festival on CBC Gem. And, yeah, yeah. If you want to support this podcast in general, you can, uh, you know, you listen to enough of these intros to know by now, like, rate, subscribe, Uh, do all of those things that every podcast you've ever listened to has told you to do. Uh, If you want to follow me on social media, you can follow me at at Hamiltrace. Um, some pretty good pictures of my dog in a cone up on that Instagram, so check that out. (laughs) And in the meantime, please enjoy this conversation with Shirley Whalen. Oh, my Good God. To <laughs> nice to see you, Shirley Whalen. Oh, my God. Yeah. We start with a, an honest, how are you? So, how are you for real?
1: Um, For real, I am better today than I expected to be. Okay. I woke up this morning with dogs to walk for my business, and we were expecting terrible thunderstorms and 15 millimeters of rain all day. But it cleared up, and it got sunny, and it got beautiful, and put me in a better mood. Yeah, a nice day with dogs. Yeah.
0: How have you been, like, in general? How are you doing? It's been so long since I've gotten to talk
1: to you. <laughs> yeah, I know. This is fabulous. Thank you so much for having me on this lovely podcast. Um, things are generally pretty good. I'm feeling okay about my life, if not, you know, super anxious about the state of the world, and Everything going on. Um, yeah. Pretty normal anxiety, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I don't know.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but pretty good in general.
1: Pretty good in general. I've been better and I've been worse.
0: Yeah. I think yeah. that's where a lot of us are falling right about now.
1: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> pretty normal human emotions.
0: Yeah. Should we get into your assignment?
1: Sure. So uh,
0: the assignment that I gave you was that you had to do two things. One thing was that you had to look out for your present self by picking an activity to do at some point this week that was purely for relaxation, just something that is decidedly not productive, only for you, just a recharging your batteries activity. And then the other part was that you had to look out for your future self. Uh, keep your future self from being exhausted by saying no to some things, setting some boundaries, uh, deciding more carefully what you want to commit your energy to.
1: Yes. It so how did that go? Beautiful assignment. And thank you so much. It You're so welcome. Just what I needed um so for relaxation the first thing i did was i gave myself a manicure and i was actually i had noticed your nails look so good (laughs) (laughs) thank you yes this was last monday i did this and it felt really good to just sit down and just focus on putting a color on my nails and making them a nice Mm -hmm. shape and it was just like just for me and for nobody else and then i started thinking about the assignment more and kind of how i feel about relaxation in general and I realized something about myself is that even when I'm relaxing, I'm not fully relaxed. Mm-hmm. Like there's always something going on in my brain that I can't let go of. And um even painting my nails, like it felt really good, but I was like, oh shit, I messed this one up and mm-hmm. you know. Um so for the rest of the week, what I chose as my activity was petting my cat and just That's a great one. It was so good. And I just really focused on Shopping what I was doing and just petting my cat and giving her my undivided attention and just feeling her softer Mm and listening to her little coos and purrs. And that was really, really nice. That's a perfect little mindfulness exercise.
0: Just mindfully spending time with an animal. I've been doing that with my dog a lot. Yeah. Of like trying to pay more attention to just the moment and just be like, all right, for the next like five minutes, I'm just going to sit here and I'm just going to pet my dog and stare at her tiny face.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's a perfect tiny little cute face with nothing wrong, you know? Mm-hmm. So it was good bonding exercise for me and my cat for sure.
0: That's beautiful. Did you have the opportunity to say no to any future things
1: or? Oh buddy, did I say no <laughs> to so many things this week? Good. It was so liberating. <laughs> things that I normally would have said yes to just because I can. I felt like I had this little bird on my shoulder all week, telling me it's okay to say no. It's actually your assignment for this week, and so I felt like I permission to say no. Yes, and I felt like I was supposed to, like because it was an assignment. Mm. I was like, no, I got to do this for Tracy's podcast. I have to say no, Mm -hmm. and so I said no to a couple of shows that I didn't want to do because I'm not really missing comedy right now, and Mm -hmm. I'm allowing myself that and i said no to a couple of things that dog walking clients asked of me as well there was one client who wanted me to bring her dog to my house two days a week so that he could have like i don't know more attention or whatever and i tried it on wednesday so i said yes at first (laughs) um but it didn't go well and instead of just putting up with it. I told her that it didn't go well and I don't want to do it again. Good. I'm proud of you. She took it well.
0: (laughs) Feeling no actually feels better than you think that it's going to.
1: Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Surprisingly good. (laughs) Um, And there was another client actually just this morning who um, texted me while I was on my way there and said that, their whole family got sick over the weekend and so they got COVID tested this morning and they're not sure but like mm. can I still come and I was like you know what no no until you get those results back no yep. <laughs> can.
0: yeah yeah oh, I'm so proud of you it is so hard to say no to things yeah and like I'm very curious too to talk to you about how you're feeling about comedy right now because things are starting just sort of starting to open up in that world yeah and uh I'm sort of in the same boat where like I do, I miss it, but I, the missing it versus like, it's like risk versus reward kind of thing that I'm struggling with right now.
1: Sure. Yeah. Um. For me, I was already not feeling it when COVID started. Like I was already at a place where I was like, you know what? I don't think I have a lot that I want to say. And for me, comedy was very much an outlet for things I needed to get off my chest and I just wasn't feeling that way and I was feeling a lot of guilt about it I was like but this is who I am I'm a comedian I need to get out there and do shows and I don't want to and that's not okay and then the whole world shut down and it was that permission again Mm -hmm. to not do it and I was like huh this is kind of what I needed yeah in a lot of Uh, ways
0: yeah totally guilt-free forced hibernation period
1: yeah um and now that things are opening back up again there are shows happening again like you said um I did a couple shows at the nest Mm -hmm. just like the big English club in Montreal and they were fun there was like 30 people in the crowd it was definitely Really weird, like there was no host. Everybody had like their own spit guard for the mm. microphone. You had to wear your mask coming up to the stage and like leaving the stage. It was, it was weird. Yeah, and, and it felt like, you know, they were taking every precaution, and so I felt safe as a comedian. Mm-hmm. But I worry about like smaller shows and, you know, that level of safety. Yeah, it's different know. when you're
0: doing it at like a proper club where their entire future as a business hinges on them doing a really good job of the safety stuff. Yes. And then shows that are just kind of put together by somebody. (laughs) Yeah, exactly.
1: It's a little different. We're all doing our best, but... Yeah, everybody's standards are different too. Mm
0: -hmm. It's a weird world. It is a weird world. Yeah. But yeah, I'm proud of you for saying no to things that you didn't want to do. Thank you. So I want to talk to you more about what you brought up about like your relationship with relaxing and not being able to fully shut
1: down oh yeah boy can I ever relate to that (laughs) (laughs) yeah welcome to anxiety life yeah Um, right yeah I my brain is like constantly buzzing I always feel like I should be in trouble for something or I don't know why that's a really good way of
0: putting it actually that's that's very much the feeling
1: yeah, it's like I, I know that there was a homework assignment that I didn't get done and the teacher's going to like mm-hmm. call on me and I'm not going to know the answer or something like that. It's just that feeling at all times. And so my brain is always racing, looking for the thing that I'm supposed to be stressed about instead of just enjoying the moment. Yeah, I
0: think, yeah, that is <laughs> very well put. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I definitely feel that it's a it's a like a need to constantly be productive as well, like um anytime that I'm not working on something I'm slacking off, even if it's just like i'm i don't know I'm taking my dog for a walk and I'm just yeah. not thinking about anything in particular like <laughs> oh, you should probably be like what should you be thinking about right now, like maybe you should think about. You know, like start making her grocery list for uh, this week in your head, or like I'm forcing myself to be working 100% of the time to the point that I instruct my own thoughts. Yeah. To be like, okay, what can we think about that's nice
1: and productive? (laughs) Even though you're doing something productive by walking your dog, like,
0: but it's not enough. (laughs) (laughs)
1: This chore isn't hard enough. Yeah,
0: exactly. Make the chore (laughs) multi chores.
1: (laughs) Oh, glory.
0: So silly. It's it's a hard thing to turn off.
1: Yeah. Brains.
0: Yeah. Do you, are you a person who sort of measures your worth by your output? Like um, how productive you are instructs how valuable you are, do you think?
1: I would say not necessarily like productive, but accomplished. I guess those two things kind of go hand in hand. Mm -hmm. Like you need to be working every day to accomplish things um so I am pretty hard on myself about like why isn't this done yet why aren't you hitting this goal yet Mm -hmm. um but then the flip side of that is when I feel super overwhelmed I just completely shut down and then I get nothing done and that's way worse (laughs) Mm -hmm.
0: yeah we were just talking about this I think it was a couple episodes ago with Carol Zoccoli we were talking about how anxiety once it gets to a point just turns into depression because it's just like you get so overwhelmed by everything around you that you just shut down completely. Yes.
1: Yeah. And yeah. that's definitely worse and harder to pull yourself out of. Absolutely. Yeah. I think, like, for me, ha- having
0: been able to see how that works for me over the years and how when the anxiety buildup builds to a point, it turns into a depression. I've Sort of been able to get in the way of it most of the time. Like I'm yeah. better at recognizing when I'm getting to the top of that anxiety hill. Yes. So that I can kind of catch myself in that moment and be like, okay, like <laughs> let's, uh, let's rein things in a little bit. Pay yeah. a little more attention to
1: uh, step back rel- from the edge. Yeah, step yeah. back from the
0: edge of this cliff. <laughs> uh Don't let it get to the point where
1: you shut down completely.
0: I don't always catch it in time, but
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah progress though good I'm very lucky to have a partner that can recognize it in me before I recognize it in myself Mm -hmm. and uh he'll look at me and be like hey what's going on in your brain like and I don't even know what it is that I'm physically doing that you know is giving him that sign but I'll be like hey why don't we just take a second and talk about what's good Mm -hmm. in this room and in our lives and just like really takes my blood pressure down and Oh, that's wonderful. <laughs> that's
0: beautiful. That's a wonderful yeah. thing to have in a partner. Yeah, I'm getting a little emotional about it now, but that's okay. <laughs> that's such a beautiful thing. You just had your anniversary, didn't you?
1: Yeah, one year married. Happy
0: anniversary. Thank
1: you. Um, we have spent half of it quarantined together. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's a challenge, but yep. we're getting there. <laughs>
0: yeah. Oh, man. I'm I'm so happy that you have that.
1: Me too. I hope that I also do things for him that I appreciate,
0: but... I 100% am absolutely positive that you do. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. It is like, it is one thing to, uh, you know, be solid in yourself and be able to give yourself the talks down and recognition when you need it and stuff like that. But I think that there really is still such a place and such an importance for getting that from other people. Yeah. Especially if you're a person who maybe has a little bit of a skewed uh, vision of yourself. Sure. Like, you might be looking at yourself being like, you're not working hard enough. You're not doing enough. Like, you're not doing these things good enough. Yeah. Uh, Sometimes it's helpful to have somebody on the outside who can see objectively and be like, you're doing more than enough. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. You're doing more than enough. You're fine.
1: (laughs) Yes. And I, I think that, like, you know, I'm definitely somebody that's hard on myself. Um, but I'm also somebody that's very motivated by, like, positive affirmations from other people, and I do need to be better about giving that to myself, but it helps. Yeah, it really does. Like, yeah, I I try
0: to be really purposeful in giving myself a lot of praise, yeah, <laughs> which, like, good. feels really dorky when you're doing it, um, <laughs> and <laughs> feels... <laughs> very unnatural um if you're not used to talking to yourself that way but I try to be really good about like reflecting on my day and being like oh you did these things really well or like this was a nice thing that you did and try and reflect on those things especially because in this isolation time like I don't have anybody around uh to really give me that
1: so I'm not really
0: getting that from an external source right now so it's extra important that I pay very close attention to my self-talk Uh, So that I can try to be a good friend to myself.
1: (laughs) That's terrific. Um, I'm going to pick that as my next assignment for myself. (laughs) (laughs) Give myself praise. Mm -hmm. It really helps to just try
0: and picture yourself like you're somebody else. Like, this is something that I say over and over again. So listeners of the show might be sick of me talking about this (laughs) by this point. But if you haven't tried it yet, then uh, maybe it's warranted that I keep bringing it up. (laughs) Yeah,
1: great (laughs) advice.
0: But uh, yeah, if you look at yourself like you're a friend coming to you for advice. Yeah. Right. So look at like if your critique of yourself in the moment is I'm not working hard enough. Look at what you're doing and pretend that it's a friend who's been doing all the things that you have and has come to you and said, I don't feel like I'm working hard enough. Yeah. What would you say to that friend?
1: Yes. And um,
0: what would you see in that as an objective person?
1: Yes. There's a comedian in Montreal who I love, Elspeth Wright. And um, I once heard her say something. And I think it started with like a friend of hers. Like she was talking badly about herself. And her friend was like, don't talk about my friend Elspeth like that. Mm-hmm. And I love that. And I try to spread it to other people as well. Like you can say it to yourself. Don't talk about my friend really that way. <laughs> exactly. <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah, you, you wouldn't put up with somebody talking about a friend of yours that way. So no. why would you put up with you saying it to yourself? Yeah. I think it's a, like, we just need to work on calibrating the lens that we see ourselves through.
1: Yeah. And that realize so that, hard. like,
0: it, it is not accurate. Like, the way that you see yourself is probably way off. Um, And very, very rarely is it way off in, like, a how do I put this like a uh, the other direction yeah you know like people are so worried <laughs> I talk to people about this all the time people who struggle with like confidence and self-esteem will be afraid like oh if I am nice to myself if I really love myself then I'm gonna be arrogant and I'm gonna be obnoxious and everybody's gonna hate me yeah. so i not realizing like you're so far away from that point like
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs>
0: If you get to that point, I'm almost proud of you. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, live that for a while, and then yeah. Also, wouldn't that be a wonderful life? life? That would yeah. be. Yeah, that would be a great. <laughs> <laughs> like yeah, it's you have nothing to be afraid of, and <laughs> and just being good to yourself. It's also if you're a person who wants to be productive and wants to do and accomplish, mm-hmm. you're probably gonna get more done by praising yourself, just like you said. You respond well to positive reinforcement,
1: right? Of course. So maybe you should
0: use that management technique with yourself.
1: Oh, Tracy, you're a genius! <laughs> <laughs>
0: My goodness! That's right, like I know I needed this. I know for me, like I respond really well to positive reinforcement, and uh, when I get uh, like criticism from external sources, it does not help. It doesn't make me better. It doesn't push me harder. It's just not an effective management strategy for me. Yes, yes. So, uh, yeah, positive reinforcement seems to work. So I try to tell myself, like, hey, good job on that
1: thing. Honestly, I say the same thing to dog owners all the time. Mm -hmm. Like, with dogs, like, positive reinforcement, I believe, is the best way to get results out of your dog. If you yell at them for doing something shitty, they're just going to hide it from you Mm -hmm. the next time or whatever. I just gotta I gotta train myself like I would train my own dog for real (laughs) yeah (laughs) seriously more treats more treats more positive
0: reinforcement
1: yes because you'll probably
0: find that you're able to do more and more motivated when you handle yourself that way yes I think that we tend to think about our negative self-talk as being some kind of tool that's helping us like oh, that's what keeps me working, that's what keeps me pushing myself harder, is how hard I am on myself, or if I'm not, then I'll start slacking off, I won't do as good of a job, Yeah. Uh, when really the reverse is what's true, is that if you were easier on yourself and gave yourself a little bit more slack, then you would probably do more and do it better. That's
1: absolutely true. I would walk on a loose leash every day. Yeah. <laughs> Stop peeing in the corner. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I find another thing that's really helped me is I've started tracking my periods. Mm-hmm. Um, I never did that before, but I have a little app on my phone now. And it very much is my anxiety seems to be very much tied to that. Mm-hmm. Um You know, like that, like PMS, it's terrible. My hormones are ruling my life at this point. Um, But it's nice to be able to recognize like, okay, you're feeling blue today and overwhelmed because of what's happening in your body. Yeah. Just let it happen. You're going to feel better. It is so helpful because
0: if you don't have something to point it to, then you're going to try and search for reasons to justify the feeling.
1: Yes.
0: So you're like, "Oh, I'm feeling overwhelmed or I'm feeling really anxious or I'm feeling really sad. What could I be feeling sad about?" And then you start scanning your life for things yes. to feel sad about. Yeah. Because you want a reason. So it's so nice when it, you do something like that and you're like, "Oh, the reason is just that it's 3 days before my period." <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. So buy
1: some tampons and
0: yeah. be fine in a couple days. <laughs> it's funny like uh PMS is so much more than just being irritable and grumpy. Like, mine yes. never looks like that. That's yeah. Like, I don't get irritable and grumpy. I just get really self-conscious. <laughs> yes, me
1: too. I Like, I don't take it out on other people. I just, no, like... it's all internal. Yes, yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, I'll be, have... like, in a room with a bunch of, of people in, like, some kind of social setting. And I'll catch myself, like, not really talking to anybody. And I'm just thinking, like, no, oh, like... Maybe I should just go. Like I don't know. Like these people probably don't want to talk to me. And I'm like, man, why am I? Why am I feeling like this? And I'll look at my app, and I'm like, oh, it's three days before my period. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that'll do it. But it's not something that anybody else would see. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: Yeah. Do you find that you do that thing of like searching for
1: reasons to justify Absolutely. feeling? I do it constantly, all day, every day. Mm-hmm. And there's never really any reason.
0: Yeah, especially if you're somebody who has anxiety or depression, like you're just going to have kind of upswings and downswings. Yeah, sometimes. It's, and it, it's not really about anything.
1: Yep, you just got to ride it out. Mm-hmm. Um, Troy will sometimes ask me, like, you know, what are you feeling anxious about? And I'll be like, nothing, just my brain. Yeah, feeling anxious about being in this brain. And he's like, mm-hmm. yeah, it's OK. Yep yeah it's just
0: the weather in my body today
1: yes the yeah. weather i like that
0: mm-hmm. yeah and uh, it's raining yeah it's just rain it's just raining and mm-hmm. like can't blame the weather on anything yep. just how it is it just exists mm-hmm. yeah. and like to extend that metaphor it's like everybody's body is a different climate as well so like some people get more rain than other people
1: yeah some yeah. people barely get
0: any rain at all some
1: people are a desert.
0: Yeah, right? Some people are a dry, dry desert. <laughs> An
1: <laughs> emotional desert.
0: Beautiful. It's a helpful thing to remind yourself of that when you encounter people who you don't really jive with as well. Like, yeah. people who you're like, hmm, something about this person really rubs me the wrong way. It's like, that person just has a different climate <laughs> than yeah. you.
1: I'm... And you don't know. <laughs> yeah. Not going to go for a vacation over there. Yeah. <laughs> That's fine. Yeah. <laughs> And that's fine. I actually have a tattoo on my shoulder that says and that's okay because I need that constant reminder mm-hmm. that it's okay to just feel like you feel sometimes.
0: I think that's beautiful. Hey. I love that kind of tattoo, something that's like a reminder. Yeah, mine are all like that too.
1: Are they? We yeah, like, have
0: um I have this too written on my wrist.
1: Mhm. Uh
0: so that one's about Like self love, like any, reminding myself that it's a package deal. Like you have to love every piece. So whenever I find myself Mm -hmm. being critical of something, like even if it's me being critical of how critical I am, you know, (laughs) (laughs) like oh, I'm being really critical of myself for for having anxiety or or things or you know physical things, anything, any piece of yourself, uh, they I remind myself like no, this too, like love this part too. Yeah. Like let's think a bit about how we love this part also. Yes. And uh, I extend that and use it in different parts of my life too, like external circumstances. Anytime I'm going through something, you know, it's like this too. It's all part of it. Like, yeah. These are all parts of my life. Like later.
1: Yeah. This is your experience. Yep. This too. And I'm glad you I loved all of
0: them. And so yeah, this this too. Just having gratitude for everything and Loving every part of yourself, even the parts mm-hmm. you wish would change.
1: Yes. Yes. Work on them. This mm-hmm. too needs working on them. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, this too. No, it's not like that. It's a good <laughs> not, thing. Like that. not like that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, it's beautiful. I love it. I also have a, I
0: can't show you because I'm wearing pants and I don't yeah. want to get naked on the podcast, but. <laughs> Uh, I also have a peacock on my leg Mm -hmm. uh, with its tail down because, and that one's about, like, you don't have to be, like, with your tail up, like, showing off, showing everything that's good about you so that other people will approve of you. Like, you can have your tail down and just be an ugly chicken like everybody else, and that's fine.
1: You still know you're a peacock, though. Yeah,
0: yeah, still a peacock, even when your tail's down. Yeah. Yeah, not measuring your worth by how other people are seeing you. Yes. I think that's that's a
1: really important one. Hugely important. And also very hard. Yes, extremely. (laughs) Not comparing yourself to other people. Mm
0: How do you how do you feel when somebody doesn't like you or when you think that somebody
1: doesn't like you does oh, it bother I, you yeah i can't it make you that. crazy <laughs> i mean it depends on the person but i'm very much a people pleaser which is why i always say yes to things even when i don't want to do them mm-hmm. um but yeah it it, it grinds my gears though so, like i i will fixate on trying to make that person change their mind yep um but you know my mom has always said like life is long and the people that you're supposed to get along with will eventually see you for who you are Mm -hmm. they're not going to judge you on this one thing forever and um changing somebody's opinion about you is like will make them like you even more which maybe doesn't help with me (laughs) 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 <laughs> <laughs> wanting to change people's minds but yeah. I've,
0: okay, what describe to me the difference between um, somebody who you don't really have that many feelings about either way just sort of a neutral person in your mind doesn't like you or somebody that you, you dislike doesn't like you
1: if somebody that I dislike doesn't like me perfect yep. that I'm totally on board with Um, somebody neutral disliking me will make me think back on every interaction I've had with them to wonder (laughs) what I could possibly have done (laughs) to make them dislike me. What did I say?
0: And how you can Um, fix it. (laughs) Yeah. And how can (laughs) I
1: fix it? What can I bake for them that will (laughs) change their mind? (laughs) Isn't
0: it funny? Like, cause yeah, just a neutral person, somebody who you don't even you don't even put any stock in like you didn't even think about so yeah. like why
1: is it so important <laughs> it's not it's not then they're not thinking about you ever yeah. like that's another thing i have to remind myself all the time is nobody is thinking about you yeah and that's great mm-hmm. everybody's busy in their own brain thinking about their own stuff exactly
0: i always compare it to dancing that like mm-hmm. whenever there's some kind of event where there's dancing, you feel so self-conscious about your dancing and, yeah. and everybody's seeing you dance, but <laughs> no one is paying attention to how you're dancing because everybody else is also in their head being like, is my dancing weird? Is everybody <laughs> noticing what a weird dance, right? <laughs> so who cares? <laughs> yeah. Nobody's perfect about
1: metaphor. it.
0: Yeah. Everybody's also dancing. They're, yeah. they're, they're in their head <laughs> thinking about their own stuff
1: they are not looking at you yeah dance like nobody's watching because nobody is yes exactly (laughs) ever watching you dance they don't want to see it unless you're a beautiful dancer in which case i very much want to watch i love to watch dancing (laughs) me too (laughs) oh man
0: i wish so badly that i could dance
1: oh i have dreams about being a good dancer honestly and i wake up in the morning in my body and i'm like (laughs)
0: You even kind of look like a dancer
1: Oh god You look
0: like you could be a dancer
1: I used to tap dance And I was pretty bad at that even (laughs) Um, But yeah I just think it's so beautiful And I'm just so inflexible And always will be Mm -hmm. That's just how my joints are I think (laughs) I don't know (laughs) I remember This is going to sound kind of sad But it's not a sad memory
0: now (laughs) But (laughs) I remember when I was a kid I wanted to take dance classes so so badly Mm -hmm. Um, but I grew up really poor and like we did not have money to put me in dance classes for sure Uh, so my mom bought me just a pair of tap shoes so that I could just tap around the house (laughs) so I'd put them on and like do a little bit of dancing (laughs) and like I'm sure that it looked terrible Um, But what a nice thing for my mom to do, especially to give me such a loud present (laughs) in a house that very tiny little apartment that she also lived in. Yeah,
1: she could have got you jazz shoes, like a nice soft sole. Right. But she went all out. You're going to tap and drum. Yeah. Beautiful. (laughs) That's beautiful. That's all tapping is. Just making noise with your feet, right? It's true. It's just foot drumming. Yeah. Absolutely. Foot percussion. Yeah. That's why I'm convinced I would be an excellent drummer. (laughs) (laughs) Like I did three years of tap. I got this. Let's go.
0: So I want to hear a little more about uh like what you're doing to look after yourself right now. If there's anything that you're working on or finding hard
1: or doing well. So one of the things that I have been working on is I am back in school
0: hey that's great congratulations
1: thank you I'm taking um like a one-year sort of diploma um to upgrade some stuff that I need to get into midwifery that's amazing yeah um because quarantine hit and I was like oh everything that I do is gone Mm -hmm. I was already kind of feeling like comedy maybe I was kind of over it. Mm -hmm. Um, I said what I wanted to say and now I just want to help people and contribute to society in a way that feels tangible and like needed. I just want to feel needed in my job and I'm not getting that from the things that I'm doing. Mm -hmm. Um, I also, and I hope that none of my clients are listening to this, but one of the things about dog walking that I find really difficult is having to serve wealthy people and just kind of be at their beck and call. And I'm just kind of sick of that. Same with comedy. All the money that you make is doing the shows that aren't as fun. Mm -hmm. And I just, I don't know, (laughs) I want to work in healthcare and help everybody regardless of income and women. And anybody with a uterus. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I love that. Yeah. And I think that I will be really good at that. I think that you will be really good at that. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. I think that empowering other people is something that I am very passionate about and good at. Yeah. So
0: here I go. Oh my God. So (laughs) many beautiful babies are going to be born. Yeah. So many beautiful babies, and you're going to catch them. I'm going to catch
1: them. <laughs> I'm going to cut my nails before then. Don't worry. i <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> just enjoying them while I can right now. Yeah.
0: Oh, that's amazing. Yeah. So I think a lot of people have been feeling that in this real shift that we've had in the last couple of months, that people are starting to look at their lives and realize that this is a crossroads. and choose yeah. something different yeah what they want their life to look like going forward
1: I was like damn this is a curveball it's time to like shift gears here yeah you know, like pivot a little bit and mm-hmm. um appreciate that everything I've done in my life so far has prepared me for what I'm going to do next you know it's absolutely it's who I am I've developed a lot of skills and now I'm going to use them in a different way
0: oh, I'm so proud of you thank you That's wonderful. How does that feel now that you've made that decision?
1: Um, sort of peaceful and overwhelming at the same time. It's like, okay, I found something that I really care about and feel like I'm really being pulled to do, and that's a nice feeling to have again because I was sort of lost there for a bit in Mm -hmm. direction. Um, But it's also like, oh shit, I haven't been in school in ten years, and this is hard. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) and like you know especially right now, like what I'm doing is online and it's sort of on my own time, like having that self-discipline to be like, okay, I need to work on this for two hours every day. That's a big commitment.
0: Yeah. And that hard thing to do. Like I am not good at that. I need a time when I'm supposed to show up to a place Yeah. and then I can motivate myself to get things done when it's a little more free form. It's a real struggle. Yes.
1: And for me too, like I'm very much somebody that likes an assignment, like, Mm -hmm. thank you. (laughs) Um, And being told, like, given clear direction. And Mm -hmm. um, I'm not super getting that from what I'm doing right now, but I also have that ultimate goal in mind of, like, okay, but this is gonna prepare me for a career where I do very much have that, like, get over here right now, it's happening. And I'm so excited for that point. So I try to just, like, focus on, that,
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. It's so nice to say your sights on a new goal too, like something fresh.
1: Yes,
0: it yes. breathes new life into like the rest of everything. Yeah, yeah. Like, even if it's not something big, like deciding to shift gears and change careers. Even if it's just like taking a class and something that you don't know how to do, or like taking up a new hobby, just something that is change in a positive direction.
1: Yes, it like shakes up your life. A bit. Absolutely. Yeah. What are you doing right now that's shaking up your life? Anything?
0: What am I doing right now that's shaking up my life? Not much. My <laughs> life is pretty calm at the moment. Okay. Um good. I'm just sort of in like I feel like a lot of people are probably in this place, uh like a waiting room. It's like I live in a waiting room. <laughs> yes.
1: Yes.
0: And like uh the chairs in a living room are not super comfortable, you know. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I'm not going anywhere. I'm just kinda in a waiting room.
1: Yeah.
0: It'll end. Yeah, it'll end. You got some good but
1: magazines in
0: there? I got some good magazines, yeah. It's <laughs> not bad. Okay. I'm really enjoying this uh, three-month-old issue of McLean's. You know? <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty good. Reader's Digest. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I'm just sort of uh, in an in-between space with a lot of things. Like, I'm not back doing shows yet. Uh, kind of deciding what I want to do there. And, like, do I want to pivot and try a different angle in comedy? Or, like, yeah, focus in a different direction? that kind of thing. Yeah. And uh, waiting for travel to come back. Uh, my boyfriend and I are long distance, so I would really love to see. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. He's not in this waiting room. He's in a different one. Um, so, yeah, just kind of. <laughs> in a
1: different waiting room. He's in a
0: different waiting room. So, yeah, just kind of waiting on a lot of things right now. But I feel generally pretty good. Like, life is good right now. I'm feeling all right. Like, my mental health is good. I think I'm, like, generally pretty positive, despite the waiting.
1: Yeah, I would say that you're hugely positive. You have a (laughs) happiness podcast.
0: (laughs) 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 I try. I try to be positive no matter what's going on. And there is always something good in everything, even in the waiting room.
1: Yeah. Even in the waiting room. You got that Right.
0: And I'm like, yeah. Read reading that magazine. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, in general, I'm I'm doing well. Things are good. My life is very lovely. And I make a point of telling myself that pretty frequently to remind myself, like, hey, by the
1: way, your life is pretty lovely. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Um, I find like even when I'm feeling anxious about something, if I just focus on like right now, like being present, you know, mm-hmm. um, it's never that bad. Even the things that I was feeling so anxious about, once I get there and I look around and like, okay, this moment is fine. Yeah, this moment is okay, and the next moment is still okay, and I'm still me. And mm-hmm.
0: I try to my I try or... to hang on when they're things that I'm scared of, and then the thing happens, and it's not that bad. I try to really purposefully store that away in, like, a permanent memory place in my brain to be, like, remember that you were really scared of this thing and that it wasn't that bad. Yeah. So that I can hold on to that for next time. Particularly, like, times that I've had to confront somebody about something. Or, like, have a difficult conversation. I, like, really have to psych myself up for that. Yes. And then I have the conversation with them that I was so scared to have and then it's not that bad yeah and then I'm like make a point of remembering that (laughs) like (laughs) when you talked to Carl about that thing he said that you didn't like everything was fine
1: (laughs) yeah yeah I just had that experience with that dog I was like so nervous about having to tell his owner that it didn't go well Mm -hmm. because I love her and I just want to do anything to make her life easier and make her happy like she's so great. And then I had to have that conversation of like, he's going to kill my cat and there's renovations Mm -hmm. going on in my building and he was barking all day. And I just don't think that either one of us was happy today. Yeah. And she took it very well. She was like, yeah, no problem. Just come for a regular walk. Like he loves Mm -hmm. you. He's going to love that. And it was not what I built it up to be in my head at all. No, nothing is ever as scary as you think it's going to be.
0: We are getting close to the yeah. end of our time, but uh, we end each episode by me giving the guest a genuine compliment. Are you usually good at taking compliments? Oh,
1: okay. How do they make you feel? um I really value compliments from the people that are getting them from other people, but yeah, my friend, I feel like it'll be okay. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um man compliments for you you're surely Whalen. you're Thanks. amazing I think that Thanks. you are one of my favorite people that I've ever gotten to know and I never get Aww. to see you and we don't get to talk <laughs> that much but I feel a, yeah. a very special appreciation for you as a person I feel so lucky that I got to meet you before you moved to Montreal. I'm so glad that we got time being in the scene together in Toronto. This is it? <clears throat> I know that you're pivoting out of yeah, comedy, and that's 100% fine. And I'm fully in support of you doing anything that makes you happy. Um, but just as a freestanding compliment, I think that you are one of the funniest people that I've ever seen perform. <laughs> I think... I think you're fantastic (laughs) and bold and brave just as a person in general, like, um, despite being an anxious person, you are, pardon me, also fearless. Mm -hmm. That's something I think about you. I just think you are such a badass um, Mm -hmm. and uh, such an unstoppable force of nature of a person. And I'm so excited to see what you do next and so excited for all of the beautiful babies that get to see (laughs) you for the first person they see oh my god what a joy (laughs) like (laughs) (laughs) what lucky babies uh, to get to have you be the very first person that they meet in the world I think that's (laughs) gonna be a beautiful gift for them I just think you're awesome I just love you
1: thank you thank you Tracy and i hope you know how mutual it is and sorry that you made me cry like a fucking baby <laughs> that's okay <Catchy>. <laughs> <laughs> um truly i just feel like um such a special connection with you that was just there from day one it was like i met you and i was like yeah this is my girl like i can talk to her about anything and
0: Yeah, very mutual.
1: Yeah, (laughs) very, very
0: mutual. Yeah, and uh, like it's such a gift when you get people like that in your life who you have that that instant yes, yeah. That doesn't doesn't happen You
1: know, Mm -mm. it's really special. You're really special, and this podcast is really special. And I'm just so grateful that you had me on. I really, really needed this this week.
0: I'm so glad. (laughs) Oh, I and. uh, Do not feel bad about being teary. We've been on a streak of me making people cry. (laughs) And I just. (laughs) You're really, really really good at it. (laughs) I just want to (laughs) say for listeners, that's not what I'm trying to do. I think what's happening (laughs) is just that we all really need to hear these things. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not exaggerating anything. It's just genuinely how I feel. But I think that we don't spend enough time telling each other how we genuinely feel
1: yeah. and
0: so we don't realize how badly we need to hear those things from other people. So listeners, go off into your life and spew compliments (laughs) everywhere. Tell everybody how much you love them. Anybody in your life who you have an instant yes with, tell them. Tell them how much that you appreciate them because we all so badly want to hear it. And especially right now, I feel like all of us are in a giant mutual overwhelm and so it's really nice to just have a friend say something nice about you yes so do that for somebody (laughs) (laughs) thank you thank you shirley i love you i love you too and the listeners go be nice to yourself and remember that love is everywhere